Down to Business on News Talk with Electric Ireland, giving your business flexible tailored solutions for gas and electricity. Search Electric Ireland Business. Delighted to be joined in the executive chair this week by Mark Tracy. He's the chief commercial officer at Ace Express Freight. Mark, you're very welcome to the program. Thanks, Bobby. Now, this is a family business and a, a, a quite a well, certainly a large family. Tell us, you grew up in Rush. Uh, and you were one of ten, nine yeah, boys well, and one girl. Is that right? Bo- born in Rush and raised in Belrodry type of thing. Uh, yeah, there was there was ten ten in the family. We lost one early on, um, uh, so nine nine uh, the ten nine boys, one girl in total. Yeah. Okay. So. And uh, were your parents always in business, or? Yeah. Well, my uh, my yeah, both my mum and dad were were uh, business orientated. Uh, unfortunately, my dad took the Irish divorce option, so uh, rare by, by by single-handedly by her mum. Right. So she she done a great job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. So the business then, you know, you now have. Uh, you've over a hundred staff. Uh, you're based in three three places in Dublin, one in Belfast and one in West Brom. Mm. So it's it's haulage, it's logistics. Yeah. Let us let's get under the bonnet of how the business actually works. Okay, we're we're, we're first and foremost we're freight forwarders, and so as freight forwarders, we we run an asset light operation. So we we are the people that would transport goods to and from. Anywhere in the world, okay, to Ireland. So, so that that doesn't necessarily mean then that you need trucks and we use we we, so we along with our hundred odd employees, hundred eight employees, we would employ at least two hundred and twenty subcontractors okay. on an ongoing basis, and some of them would be directly employed by us um, for nigh on twenty years. Okay, so if if we want a truck to go to um, Birmingham or Berlin, we would hire a, dr- a driver with his own truck, send him off to Birmingham, okay, do, do the drops around the UK, come back in, into Ireland, or the same with with Europe. So, so, so that's and I and I, I completely understand how that works. But and how is the bil- how is the business built to that sort of scale? Uh, you know, as you say, uh, first established by Philip and Julie Tracy using a savings deposit uh, on a house to start Ace Express, an office in Andrew Street, many years ago. Yeah, uh, so, it, it was it was just down the road from here. Yeah. Actually, it was a shared office, and when I say shared office, so even the desk was shared. So yeah. it was like something out of. I don't know, Dickens or something like that. But yeah, um, he, I joined Philip then a couple of years later uh, and shortly followed by Declan. So it ended up that there was, in the main, there was three of us. Um, I got to work, Declan done it, and Philip looked after the money, or some people <laughs> might say Julie does. But uh, the idea was fairly simple. We, we uh, specialised in the UK initially, Mm-hmm. So uh, that meant that we were picking up goods day one uh, in the UK, delivering them day two in Ireland. So overnight service to and from the UK, uh, mainly concentrating on exports. And you start your own service. You're, you Initially, you're using other people yeah, and giving the work out to other people. But the need to control kicks in fairly quick. Um, so you start running your own trucks, and when I say your own co- trucks, so, so you contract um, truckers to run 
scheduled services to and from. Okay. So you start with Birmingham and later on we would have added London, Bradford, Glasgow and back and forth every day and we would have built that up uh, then into Europe. So in and out of Belgium, Holland, France, Germany, Italy, you know, and okay. it, so you're, you're, you're constantly adding on. You've, you've probably talked uh, Brexit to death in your own business. You've probably, you know, agonized over it. I'm sure you've tried to prepare as best you can for it. Just give me, talk to me about the actual practicalities around this. Well, we're, uh, we're at the front line. Yeah, I mean, so uh, I, I, and our listeners will be really intrigued yeah. to hear how it's going to affect businesses such as yours. Okay, well, I mean, our job as freight forwarders, so we're looking after somebody's freight, our job is literally to look after them. Yeah. Okay, and take the work out of it so as they can concentrate on what they do. So if they're ma- manufacturing widgets or something like that, they employ us to look after their transport, their storage in some cases, and their customs clearance. In the case of third, third country, uh, at the moment we have free circulation within the EU. So basically that means there's a domestication of transport from Ireland to any part of Europe. Yeah. Okay. The, the need for uh, complex paperwork and that type of thing is not needed. Once uh, Britain leaves the EU, you're looking at it's 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 a ter- treated as a third country. So the same way as if you were importing from India or USA, whatever. So what you require then is customs clearance. Yeah. And it's it's declaration of goods. Um, the revenue put it very well. Their job is to help legitimate companies trade in a safe and open manner. Right. Yeah. And our job is to assist in that. So we would work very closely with revenue um, we have to declare what goods are moving and ensure that our customers as much as we can it, it's definitely up to the customer to produce the right paperwork but it's our job to guide them and to remove any obstacles that might be in their way so so in then in practical terms do you see you know trucks uh, uh, lined up for three miles outside Dover uh, do you see problems in Larne and Stranraer? Like, what's your what's, what's your perception? vision at this stage? What, what's your vision? Um, well, again, as I say, the, the Irish revenue have been very good. Um, they, they they have held plenty of talks and 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 workshops. The a lot of it in and again in the UK, there's a lot going on and at the background. Uh, a lot of it they are talking about pre-clearance. Mm. Okay, so that is that the information of goods that are moving to it happens from, over there. It it it's pre-advised. Yeah. So before it even leaves here, they know uh, that they know what's on the trucks. Yeah. And they'll even know what's going to cause problems. So a lot of the time, it will be paperwork. So if the goods aren't described as described or if they haven't got the correct product codes or things like that, that's what will be the main problem. Okay. And have you had to send sort of scale up your business in, say, in Belfast or in West Brom in anticipation of all this? Absolutely. Well, I mean, if, you know, either you're prepared or you're not prepared. So we would have spent the last two years um, doing a number of things within Ace Express. So you're, you're preparing for something that you wouldn't necessarily know everything about but 
best practice would say you try and prepare for all eventualities. And so we would have trained up, we would have bought another customs clearance company to increase our capability. We would have got AEO status, which is authorized economic operator, which is like a global passport to say that you've good systems and process. In regards to Northern Ireland, yeah, we would have extended uh, our services there and took on additional staff Okay, and also bigger offices in the UK. So finally, Mark, I have to ask you then, are you, how do you feel about the next two years in the, on the basis that you still don't really know uh, what's well, going to happen? The, the Irish are very resilient. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And even if there was a 10 foot wall between here and the UK, we would still do business with the UK. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I think that's the, that's the yeah. attitude yeah. and that's the attitude that's, that's needed. Uh, Mark Tracy, uh, Chief Commercial Officer with Ace Express Freight. Thanks for joining us and letting us into your intriguing world uh, of Brexit and logistics. Thank you very much for joining Thank us. Thank you, Bobby. Now, I'm afraid that's all we got time for today, folks. A huge thanks, as always, to the producer, John Fardy. Our researcher was Sarah Ruan. Jojo Cardoza was on sound. I'll be back to you tomorrow from nine o'clock uh, with Bobby's Late Breakfast. I'm going to be speaking to Mary Byrne, comedian Chris Kent from Cork. He's going to be in. And the doors. Yes, I'll say it again. The doors are in the cultural toolbox. Stay tuned for Future Proof with Jonathan McRae. And as always, have a wonderful weekend. Oh,